This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. LPN Deep Dives presents... A Court of Thorns and Roses. With Natalie Jean and Jackie Zabrowski. It's really, it's really disturbing. (gasps) If you look at me, (gasps) one eye looks, one eye doesn't. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I am a crone, and I. this is what happens. I think I'm more bird than crone Yeah, you right keep now. being bird, different birds. A lot of your characters are birds. But as we've discussed, a lot of the, the lore around forest witches is birds. Oh, Baba yes. Yagas. Yeah, Baba Yagas. And I'm feeling like a Baba Mama Yami. Yeah, we yeah we were going to the same place. You don't have to leave that on, probably. Um, I, I it's probably not good for the podcast to leave on the mask. Um, for those of you that aren't looking at the video, um, who is she? You're Brielin. I'm Brielin. But I also put on like you know I I filled in the lines of my face. I anti botoxed my face. Whoa! Wow! Um, I love your commitment. Thank you. I we really well. I wanted to still look like a crone underneath. But you don't. You look too pretty. Do you think so? Yeah. Well, you, just, you look like you're pooping. Yeah. If that's what you look like when you're pooping, you need fiber. <laughs> Get more fiber in your diet. Colon well, blow. All right. I guess I'll take off. I am. I wanted it. I just, I didn't realize how much bigger than my head it was going to be. I think it serves the purpose. You don't want it to be a tight crone face over your own face. No, because then I would I would start like in the same way I can't do any of the filters that are on TikTok, like the ones that are like, look at you when you're a grandma. And I'm like, I don't want to know. Yeah, I did it. I just looked like my grandma. That's like nice. Of my grandma. But like my grandma was an old crone bitch, <laughs> and I don't want to oh, yeah, look like I, my that's grandma. True. You might be triggered if you look like your grandma. Yeah, because she was mean lady. Yeah, I don't want to look like her. So that's it makes me scared. But you like your grandma, so so yeah. it was like a nice feeling. Yeah. No, I feel like th- this like this is closer <laughs> to your grandma to my grandmother <laughs> than than hopefully I will ever look. Nah, you're gonna be a smoke show at eighty. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I was just. 
do you know that Barry Manilow is only 80 years old? So we were talking, I don't remember if we were talking about it on this show, but the fact that like he has become, his face is so tight, his face is so tight. It's very tight. And we he just put out, because if you don't know, canonically, I love Barry Manilow, and mm-hmm. he put out a, um, a Christmas special where he looked like a mannequin that had come to life. And I think that he's just had, and I am not, believe me, I am not against getting work done at all. I celebrate it. I think it's great. Stay youthful forever. But I think it was just too much because I thought he was in his 90s because of how tight he was. He's only 80. He's but a boy. Um, <laughs> but a boy. Here's my hot take, which I've given about Madonna before, too. Yeah. I think if you want to look like an alien when you're older, I fucking say do it. Look like an alien. Who cares? Yeah, man. It doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. Also, it's like we know that plastic surgery doesn't make you look younger. No. It makes you look like you have plastic you're, surgery. Like and you have that's, money. <laughs> and that's what you're going for. Fuck yeah. yeah, man. You look like you got lots of money. Yep. Barry Manilow, we can see it all over your face. Loosen it up a little bit. You can't move your lips. <laughs> I know it was it was jarring, but I kind of like being scared of his face. Is that I'm weird? Scared of like him. I kind of find it exciting and entertaining when an older older celebrity makes their face kind of scary. Because I, I, I like horror movies. Me too. So I think it's fun. Do you think that he looks in the mirror and just goes like, oh, oh, oh? Because like he can't show any emotion. I think he gives a smear kisses. He goes. Ooh, I love you. Tiny You're so kisses. beautiful. Hopefully he's also kissing his husband with that mouth still. I imagine. I Do you think that there's still like tigers in the bedroom? Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm taking a- this hood off. I'll take it off, girl. You I look great, see. though. I'm, I'm either Meryl or um, Ananki. Ooh, my either way, knows. you're looking a hot key. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, my, my. My robe thing was over my eyes, so I took it off. Um, That's, I mean, I had to take off the crone face and underneath with another younger and yet still crone face. I don't know. I don't. I think you're too pretty. Thank you. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be a crone someday, though. I I mean, I I want to be a forest witch. I think you know what I'm going to be going for more gargoyle. Oh. I think I need to do, do more perch? perching. Yes, I need, exactly. <laughs> I need to do more perching and more like, yeah, at people. I love that. So that's the look I'm going to go for okay. eventually. So good for you. Just so everyone knows, uh, that's where I'm going. And if you want to join me, you should because we're going for crags. Crags 2024. Crags 2024. Yes. Um, b- before we start, have you finally watched House of Usher yet? No, we've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine instead, which is the opposite of House of Usher. I'm obsessed with it. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's good, too. Um, R.I.P. The Man. I know. Andre Bauer, which is why we started watching it in the first place. Yeah. He's great on it. Um, I'm obsessed with House of Usher, and I was already Mike Flanagan Stanigan. (laughs) 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 But if you're a horror fan, please watch the show. It's like a stronger American horror story with heart. With heart. Um, Yeah. So please, I just have to shout it out. I, I love Mike Flanagan so much, and that was so good. And I feel like it fits into, like, fantasy lovers canon because it's, like, all based on Poe short stories. Yeah. So does the crow start humping the heart? It's so gross. I guess it's a raven. It is. Well, they're, yeah, you're right. It's not the crow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different thing. Um, I also, bet he would hump a, a beating heart that's under the floorboards, too, though. 
You think? The crow. The crow? Yeah. You think he would hump a beating heart? I think he would at least, like, you know, like, salt burn, and I think he would at least, like, get on top of it and kind of slowly hump it. Ugh. Okay. Well, I don't like where any of this is going. You're making me—I just saw—also, I just saw Saw X, and I almost fucking vomited. It's so disgusting. Appropriately disgusting. Appropriately disgusting. I will say I'm not a huge torture porn fan. No, I don't—I don't care for it. I can take or leave the saws. Yeah. But the first one— Really good. It's great. Um, That's really good. It is fucking disgusting. Um, but speaking of saws, oh, I have no. to bring this up at the top. Are Sir, you going to saw me in half? No, no, is no. Is the magician part of the show? No, no, no. It's what doctors do. Oh. Um, I need to bring up circumcised versus uncircumcised. Thank God. I was like, we don't talk about it enough. <laughs> so I know, you know I follow a lot of Patreons that create sort of scenes from these books. I can't wait to see where this is going. Yes. There are both types of peanut. Depicted. Okay, who's got what? Depending on the artist. Okay. There's also a large debate about this and about pubic hair. The color of pubic hair? No, like how much is used or if any is used. Or do you think if they manscape or not? Yeah, so some people feel extremely strong about it, and I'm curious what other people think. I want to know what you think, because aesthetically I've been conditioned to look for a circumcised penis, right? Mm, Yeah. But like... I also feel like the Illyrians especially wouldn't have I don't it think for they some would. Reason. No, I don't think they would. I feel like they would find it as like I would assume that would just be like losing a part of their like masculinity. Yeah. And I'm not Which I'm not saying that's how yeah, I feel. I, I just I, I, I just say I imagine that's how the Illyrian would feel especially how they are with women and their wings. I would assume that like the idea of cutting is something that would like be negative for them. Do you think that there are fae in Prithian who get circumcised? Honestly, no. I don't think that there are. I don't think that like especially because the whole, like, I, I, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know where circumcision necessarily started, if it definitely started with the idea of religion. And the fact that they their religion is so different and that it mm. hasn't been brought up. And so I would assume that it's not even just a part of their life. Yeah. Hmm. How do you feel about pubic hair? You know, I am into it. I like, of course, I like escape. I like, you know, you you can't like if it's getting stuck in between your teeth, you know, (laughs) like then it's too much. Then there's just too much. But I do feel that you should celebrate if if you like the idea of having pubic hair. I think you should celebrate that because it's just a natural part of your body. But do you think the Fae have big, thick bushes do you think they they scape i think they have big thick bushes but i would say like Rees scapes i bet yeah. cassian wouldn't but then when he'd think about it he'd be like oh shit i gotta skate <laughs> oh you know what i mean yeah like well like he wouldn't mean to not do it but yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden but i mean in life i i you don't even realize especially like as a younger person that like i came in contact with so many more uncircumcised penises you just don't realize it because when they're hard you don't notice especially when you're young and you don't know exactly what you're doing yeah yeah i mean sure you know what i mean in reality it's just a help it's just a help it's a help i have seen some that are very extra skin yeah that you can definitely and then you can definitely tell yeah um yeah all right well that's just i wanted to get your take on i love this according to the patreons like is are there any characters that always have like an uncircumcised or or a circumcised no no it just it really depends on the artist they're depicted it but it's it's actually kind of fun to, to follow all these different artists because they 
interpret the characters so differently. Yeah. They use in their imaginations, if you will. No. And uh, and so they look different. A lot of them look like exactly like what you would think the character based on the description, but they all, it's a variety. And sometimes they're not exactly how I see them, but I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. All right. I Actually, see maybe this. you're correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So it's not. It's Hopefully, not none bit. of them are getting circumcised. But like, if I had a, a child with a penis, I also wouldn't circumcise. You wouldn't. No, I yeah. wouldn't. So, but that's my own personal choice. They let the. Then you would let that person decide make the decision if you want to do it. You do it. All right. Well, that was the top of the hour of genital uh, breakdown. We got this out of the way. It's because you saw my crone face, and you're like, "That bitch has some thoughts she, well, on circumcised that penises." That crone has seen a lot. Oh, of penises. Yeah. Although maybe the problem is that like she hasn't, which is why she's why been she's labeled all, a crone. Why she's all pinched face? Yeah, mm. and, and like, maybe her nose would get a little smaller, <laughs> and the warts would get a little better if she started sucking cock. I don't think that's true. I, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's that. a doctor's order, <laughs> but maybe. Um, Although okay. I, I should start, you know, I have made jokes about because I use like the reusable silicone uh-huh. uh, pads I'll on my use face before, at night. Yeah. And I have made jokes where I have to keep it on during sex. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I have to keep this on so that my face doesn't scrunch up. But then, of course, then you're doing a bit while you're trying to have sex. Right. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And it takes it's out It's hard. It. Sometimes you have to. Put the bits away. It's hard to put the, the bits, bits away come out. <laughs> when the bits come out. Yeah, not a oh, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> we're coming back for break. Um, okay, so we're back after Nesta and Cassian have returned to the House of Wind after their sexy cry retreat. Oh, my God, on the mountain. They just came back from Nesta's awakening, and she's doing better. Yes. And we are at the start of part three, Valkyrie, of the Ugh. book. Valkyries are so badass, and I'm so excited to get to this part of the book. Mm-hmm. I just remember every one while my mom was reading this book, and she kept wanting to talk to me about it, and I was like, I will talk to you about the Valkyrie stuff. Oh, yeah. That is it? Nope. That is all we are talking about? We're not talking about anything else? My mom has told me she has now finally started reading them, and I was like, do not... Bring it up. Bring up any of the sex stuff. I'm sorry. We don't have that relationship. We don't. I do not want to discuss this with no, you. No, I don't. I'm happy that you're reading it, and I'm happy that you're enjoying it, and that's, you know, I just also, I will say, purchase Crescent City for my mother as well, and I was yeah. like, don't think of me while you read it. <laughs> don't think about me at all. Oh, no. That would be, No. No, 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 no. Please. I didn't give it to you. I, in fact, Jeff uh, Jeff was like looking at, but he's like, I should get your mom some books. And I was like, you can get her Crescent City. I was going to get her that. And he's like, no, <laughs> no, I've heard the way you talk about Crescent City. Yeah. I'm not going to buy that for my mother. Here, mommy in law, here's some dirty cyberpunk sex. Scenes. Sex. Yeah. Call me when you get to the gym scene. <laughs> um,. <laughs> <laughs> So we're back with Nesta in the ring with Gwen and Emery at the start of Chapter 51. And they are right back to gossiping and trying to get Nesta to spill all the details of why she was missing for a week. Yes. We can at least surmise from this moment that Nesta wasn't immediately vaporized by Rizond upon returning to the House of Wind. So that's good. Gwen and Emery are huffing about how Nesta is insisting that nothing even happened, even though she got into a fight with her sister and then disappeared for a week. Emery, though, boldly asks Nesta to confirm if there was at least some dallying during this mystery retreat. And surprisingly, Nesta is pretty upfront. 
Yeah, there might have been some. I don't know. I don't know. Something might have happened. I don't know. She notices Cassian start across from the ring as if he's hearing their giggle gossips. And that moment then, Nesta reminisces about just how much sex they had at the lake. And it was a lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, once you get past all of the cry, 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 Mm -hmm. you got to fucking... You got to... You gotta bang, bang, bang. You gotta get the liquids back. Oh, yeah. You I'm gotta sorry, get everybody. the liquids Gross. back in you. I Horrible. love it. Horrible. Yes. <laughs> I'm um, pro this, Natalie. <laughs> um, and, you know, so basically that whole time it was just sword training and then sword training. <laughs> um, and it was passionate sex. We also learned that they'd only returned the night before the opening of Chapter 51 and that Nasta wasn't ready to see favor when she came back. But now in the present, in Chapter 51, we see that Gwen is tying a particular white ribbon to a beam of wood. Nesta looks at the way Cassian is handling this little piece of ribbon that Gwen has (laughs) tied to this beam of wood. And she has a very dirty memory of his fingers at the lake. Oh, yeah. You know, just a little. Man, nothing quite like when you get a snapshot in your brain in the (laughs) middle of the day of something you've done. and You're just like, whoa, Uh, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at CVS. (laughs) Um, The cast is a professional. So he doesn't say anything, but he is thinking about it, too, it looks like. He asks Gwen to explain why she did this little, why she put this thing on the beam. And she goes to describe the Valkyrie tradition of completing training up to Valkyrie status by cutting the fluttering ribbon in the wind. That's hard to do. That sounds hard. It I actually looked into whether this came from a, a real tradition somewhere, but I couldn't actually, I couldn't find anything. Every ribbon cutting is always just about, like, going through or like um, marriage ceremonies and stuff. Mm. So I don't know if this is actually related to anything, but most online discourse argues that this would be pretty difficult for a human to do cut yeah. through a fluttering ribbon. Yeah. Though I think if you ever were on knife or death, you might be able to do it. Got to use that tang. Oh, yeah, the tang. The tang. I think I if was... the knife was sharp enough, you could. I don't know. If it's hard enough to cut through the fish... I don't know if they would be able Man, to cut through a fluttering ribbon. It is hard ribbon. to cut through a fish. And then also think about the the one like in which they put like the straps up and you have to cut through all the straps oh, with yeah, one yeah. go. Woo! Man, forge and fire, guys. If you want to really That one's just... knife or death. Oh, knife or death. I'm sorry. Knife or death. That's the one with, uh, what was the, what's the wrestler that was the host of knife or death? Yeah, we know wrestlers, man. You got us in the Wii. WWE, get it? Wii. No. Um, I don't know. It was a it was one of them though. And he was scary. Man. But I don't think he knew anything really about knives. How <laughs> no. How sick would it be if they brought knife or death back, but it was all Illyrian Valkyrie challenges? Oh my god, <gasps> and we're seeing their uncircumcised penises <laughs> oh, the, flapping yes. in the wind. Also They're nude. nude. They're also nude. nude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, nothing better than being Naked while swinging a big blade around. Man, sorry, not sorry to bring this up. Did you see the Jeremy Allen White uh, Calvin Klein underwear campaign? No. I don't know if you're a Jeremy Allen White stan I'm the way not I sure am. Who he um, is. From the Bear, and he was just an Iron oh, Claw. Yes, he was in, I know people uh, are very thirsty for him. Wow, um, you might be too after you watch this Calvin Klein underwear ad that he is in. What's he humping old, old rock? Mama, me- no, it's just him, just like slowly taking off his shirt, and just like do. But like usually, it's not my thing. 
But I love Jeremy Allen White so much that I'm just like, <laughs> I have to still watch the bear. So maybe I don't know. I'll maybe I'll go look and see if I get the same vibe if I'm not already a stan of his. I I did. Oh, now watch... I'm just gonna look at it now. Well, now no, and you're not gonna watch it now. I was trying to think of um the name uh, Shameless. Yeah, I thought you watched Shameless. Uh-uh. You didn't see... Oh, okay. Uh, that's the the other show that he's known for. So I've known him. I've known him for a long oh. time. <laughs> Um, that's really sad to say. No, I've just watched all of Shameless, so I've been staring at his face. He looks so much like Gene Wilder. I know. Which is uh, very much <laughs> my style, for sure. Yes, I know. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I'm just saying for those of you out there that haven't seen it yet, you might want to look it up. I mean, I now guess. that you're in your horny period of the day yes. um so <laughs> i mean if you're putting on this show come on guys what are we doing here we get horny together here i hope that your children are in the room get them out of here <laughs> we learned that as has started emery and gwen on steel blades while the others two were on the hike so while you know they were going through nesta's uh emotional catharsis mm-hmm. the others were starting to work on blades too and so it seems fitting they would begin to try a slicing at this ribbon yes they're all so Cassie's like yeah that's kind of cool all right let's do it they all the trio all try to push each other to go first and try it first and they finally settle on emery as she's the oldest which made me go check their ages and for some reason i had thought that emery had been listed as in her 80s but the internet says we've never gotten her age in the book should we put on the crone mask and pretend that we're emery no emery's oh, a... oh no 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 i can't cut the ribbon uh, yeah 80, 80 years old is a phase like a chi- you're but a child again yeah i was making a crone joke that was I, a crone joke it's a good crone joke. <laughs> um but Reddit geniuses did estimations based on the fact that Cassian once said that Emery, quote, slipped through the cracks during Amarantha's reign. Okay. Therefore reached majority sometime during that 50 years. It seems to be the general average people come up with is around 70. So I wasn't that far off. But I don't wow. know why I thought it was 80. But okay. Gwyneth then is 28 and Nesta is 25 during Silver Flam. So, yeah, Emery's the oldest. Okay. Well, unsurprisingly, none of them are able to slice through the ribbon that first day. They ain't Valkyrie yet. Mm-mm, that seems hard. But Cassian, of course, struts right up and makes a perfect slice through. This apparently makes Nesta very hot. Yeah. Because immediately after that day's training, she drags him down to his room, quote, needs bellowing in her. <laughs> they do and say very dirty things to each other. Just the, the, the phrase need bellowing in her just makes me think like she's horny, but on her inside, she's going like, ah, ah, a need him. I mean, that I'm who am I to judge? Maybe that's how she feels need. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> the next section is a montage of the next week as Nesta continues to try to make it down the stairs and train. She's a maniac. It is one of those. It is a little bit. Just dancing up the stairs. That would be cute. That would be awesome. Without her rage adrenaline pumping through her, she's not able to go all the way to the bottom again. But she's making to about 5,000 steps down every time. And also on like... 
during the interrogation scene, she does have to make it all the way back up. Mm-hmm. So that seems like a lot yeah. to ask of anybody. 5,000 is also very good. She's doing it's a very good job. Good. You know, I'm not going to, I'm going to give her a little medal. You, we know that. how we feel about stairs here. They are difficult they to are climb. Hard. They are. <laughs> the trio of females are working through swords and have now added shields through this week. And they have all become obsessed with the ribbon. Nesta thinks about it constantly. It's not the whole of her training, but it's a symbol. She must cut that thing. Yeah, dude. I probably see it like dancing around in her head. Mm-hmm. Like, give me the ribbon. Give me the ribbon. And it's then going, that's bellowing. Oh. Oh. Give me. It's like stick stickly. I'll break him oh, in stick half. Stick stickly. Yeah. Look, I wonder if he's doing okay. He's, I'm sure he's fine. He's a sucked-on popsicle stick. What if, he, what if he burned in a fire? Oh, God, that would be horrible, Natalie. I know that didn't happen to Stick Stickly. Someone get us a, get us a location on Stick Stickly. <laughs> hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every night, she and Cassian have sex multiple times. They can hardly stand to be around each other without ripping each other's clothes off. But she notes in her thoughts, they still never spend the night together. No matter that there were some nights when she wanted him to stay, wanted to roll off him and snuggle into his warmth and fall asleep to the sound of his breathing. But he always left before she mustered the courage to ask. Oh, At least she's coming to grips with her wanting to Wanting to ask and uh, starting to realize it's not just sex, guys. And, like, 
the thing is, if she did, he'd be like, yeah. And he'd be like so excited. But to it's so say. scary. That's such a scary thing to ask. I it's such a vulnerable it. thing to ask. I know that you need, like, you're being vulnerable. Like, I need your assurance. Yeah. Like, that's very difficult. Yeah. At the end of the week, Nesta approaches Gwen in the library and asks her for a favor. Gwen first asks if it's regarding the trove, and Nesta thinks to herself about how she really has to get on top of that, which is scrying for the harp, of She's course. She's too busy climbing on top of Cass. She's got some other things to do. Yeah. But no, she actually wants to know. She's asking Gwen if she can come hear the priestesses sing. Gwen is delighted and, and explains about their singing hall. Beautiful, acoustic, basically describing a church. That the priestesses have discovered ancient tomes filled with song in the library and that they sing and play together. I imagine it's basically Sister Act. It is definitely Sister Act. And I think that that's great for them. Or maybe they still haven't received their whoopee. Maybe they're not good. I know that Nessa <laughs> seems to enjoy it, but maybe they are, they're still I like waiting. Nessa's getting enough whoopee. I tell you what, <laughs> I uh, I imagine them just like in the middle of the day being like, done working, let's sing together. And I think that we should really incorporate that into our days, Natalie. I feel like we're not spending enough time singing together. Well, I'm down for it, but I need the kind of music we can also dance to. I can't do just like none singing. Why? I, lo- I thought you loved to celebrate your spirituality through song. <laughs> Although we could really get used to like singing backwards so it sounds like we're like saying curses all the time. Do some David Lynch style. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what happens if you reverse that, what it says. Oh, man. Scary. What if it Find says out. What if it says something? That's what happens. The crone lives in all of us, man. You know, we're all just made and waiting to be crones. Waiting to be crones. Yeah, I don't know if this would be my go-to for, like, enjoyment, but it... I love to sing with my bitches. I know, but, like, in a church... I'm sorry, it's just not for me. I know, I don't like going into a church. But if it was a church that wasn't used as a church and just... Oh, yeah, I mean, I love a church. Oh, the acoustics, the stained glass. I light the candles. Not for anybody, just because I like to light the candles. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, Yeah, and the acoustics, of course. Yes. But Nesta's very happy she can go do this. And then she begins to sort of open up to Gwen in this moment, displaying her ability for growth after her time at the lake with Cass. She admits to her that she was in a dark place when she came to the House of Wind and that she's now beginning to acknowledge she's filled with regret. Yes, bitch. Yeah. Process this. This is great for you. Taking accountability is one of the hardest and best ways to recovery. Oh, love Whatever it. you do, it's hard. Feeling shame and feeling regret about things is hard, but it's like such a cleansing thing to be able to like acknowledge it yes. and just like let it go. Yeah. And then you get to move forward. And they, oh, also, it is important to acknowledge your part in what oh, you've yeah. done to make other people feel the way that they feel. 100%. And, like, you know, I, I no wonder she can't talk to Farah just yet because she can't necessarily handle that. But at least she's starting the process of starting to deal with her culpability. Yeah, because she feels immense shame for how she's treated Farah, which is growth to feel like, oh, these things I did were wrong. Yes. Like, that's great. So... She reveals that to Gwen in this moment that she drank and fucked to excess and, and waits to see judgment on Gwen's face, but she finds none. She then goes on to admit that 
something that she hasn't really revealed to Feyre yet and maybe isn't quite ready that she's grateful to have been put here for all of this. Oh. And the reason she's asking to come to their service is because the only thing she misses about her old life is the music. Gwen's eyes shone like the sunlight on a warm sea. Nesta's heart thundered, waiting for her reply. But Gwyn said, Your story is worth telling, you know. Nesta starts to protest, but Gwen stops her. Oh, no. Is she going to write a memoir? Are we going to get a memoir from Nesta? I would read the memoir if a memoir was written. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, technically, this is her memoir. Kind of. I guess, yeah. These are the bombshells that we get. But yeah. we don't see any headlines about these bombshells. Interesting. No. Interesting. I care, Nesta. I care. She takes Nesta's hand. And tells her that she understands her feelings, the feelings of inadequacy for failing those you love. Nesta doesn't know what Gwen means by her specific reference to that, but doesn't press her about Gwen's story. Gwen tells her she'll always be welcome to come hear the singing, and Nesta squeezes her hand back, and they have a moment together. That's very sweet. Nesta found a non-judgmental friend to listen. But also, I hope she joins in on the singing. I know she wants to come watch the singing, but I feel like I'd be a little like, girl, you just sitting there staring at us while we singing? <laughs> I couldn't tell. Okay, but we're going to talk about this in a second. I can't tell if everyone is there to sing or if some of them are just watching. Oh, maybe not all the priestesses want to sing. So yeah. Some, so maybe there is like a little entourage that hangs back. Well, because I know we'll talk about the people in the front. But it sounds like it's a choral group in the front, and then all of the other people are in pews. Pews? <laughs> and so, oh, they're stinking up the church. Yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> filled with farts. <laughs> they are under a mountain. There's no ventilation. So I imagine it's, like, weird to smelling in there. Yeah, and it um, also smells wet and not in, real like, a damp. fun way. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they're not all singing. Because, you know, like in a church in that case, like not everybody sings along with the hymns. Right. And then like there's a specific like, oh, maybe they have like an audition process. Yeah. I say a little prayer for you. Wait, isn't that from the second one? Oh, uh, yes. We're on. We didn't. We're not talking I about that one. I love the second one. It's got Lauren Hill in it. That okay? is about students. You want to be somebody. If you want to go somewhere, you better wake up Mm-mm. and pay attention. No, we have to sing it together. I'm a first ep- for Sister Act uh, 1 purist. What? The second one. In my head, the second one is up there with Ghostbusters 2. And I know that we just talked about Ghostbusters 2. And I feel we like it's up there. We talk about it a lot. I think about it all the time. I do. I don't I know I think why. I watched Ghostbusters 2 as many times as I watched Sister Act 2. That's not true for me. Really? Well, Henry and I quoted at each other more often than I think siblings should. Probably. I say that like we're <laughs> being being untoward, but um, no, we just... Singing doesn't put food on the table. All right. Singing doesn't no, pay the hey, bills. No. No. That's not even about the nuns. <laughs> That's not. No, it's only between Lauren Hill and her mother. They have a difficult relationship. She's trying to put food on I the guess table. just like Nesta and her mother. Yes. <laughs> Nesta's in the Redstone Hall at the start of Chapter 52, sitting in the back away from the other priestesses. She notes the presence of many of the cast of characters, including Meryl and Clotho, at the front of the room. But she can't spot Gwen in the pews. pews. But then she's surprised and delighted to see that in the group of priestesses that walk up to the front, Gwen is there. She's leading the show. Whoa. 
I imagine Gwen's like this really tiny one from Sister Act One that like, the big doesn't voice. have a sad voice at the beginning till Whoopi comes. Yeah, and sing it loud, sing it proud, bitch. So she doesn't say that. She, <laughs> that wasn't a quote. <laughs> Gwen didn't mention this, and Nesta and Gwen smile at one another because this is a big surprise to Nesta. A bell rings, and then the priestesses begin their worship, or what have you, whatever they're doing here. And I imagine it sounds like this. Oh, my God, angels are here. Nesta seems to think so. She becomes mesmerized by that beautiful tone you just heard. All of the females' voices coming together and and weaving around each other. And she reflects on how, as a child, she was dismissed early on as having promise with singing or instruments, but, quote, in possession of an unusually fine ear. She should join Rockapella. Remember Rockapella? But can't she... But don't you need to... Have good singing chops? You do, but if you've got the fine ear, you, you'll probably be able to find the harmony. Oh, yeah, that's true. Right? I don't really know what you what benefits you get from a fine ear. Mm, I guess a, a judgmental glare is what you get. Damn, your ear is fine. Oh, oh look at them. Oh, yeah, it's dripping a little bit. Mm. I don't know if your ears should drip. Probably. It's probably <laughs> not a sexy thing. I <laughs> I do think that she would do well. Maybe we'll slap her in a pentatonix. Actually, yeah, maybe. I think maybe actually that can benefit dancing, which makes sense because you do have to like mesh with the music when you dance and she's a good dancer. Hmm? Yes. And also, I imagine like she probably doesn't have to like, you know how there's many people that don't need to read music to be able to play yeah. music. Maybe it's like that kind of thing, too. Maybe. And then Gwen gets a solo and it's clear Nesta's thrilled by this and surprised because Gwen's just doing her big old, oh, yes, I love him. Yes, yes, Natalie. Oh, singing with my bitches is what I love. They flow through a variety of tones and songs, and Nesta is happy as a pig in poop. I was going to replace that, and I forgot. (laughs) A pig in poop? (laughs) Pew is right. (laughs) So Nesta's jamming, bopping along with their sick bars, and she closes her eyes, just flowing with the music. She's one with it. She She begins to sink into her thoughts, just floating with the sound, her mind's eye filling with scenes in motion. Grass and fields and sky, and then a vast mountain. And then she's sinking into this mountain, into a primitive darkness. Uh-oh, strange. Uh-oh. She's on a path in the scary mountain. She hears screams and growls. This is a scary dream. Ooh. Oh, no. Down and down she goes into the bowels of this mountain. Another long hall beneath the mountain itself. And then she stood in a cavern. Almost the twin to the one the priestesses sang in, as if they were linked in song and dreaming. It's interesting that it's linked. I don't think we've heard that the prison mountain was linked to the mountain in Valaris before. But this is the goth version of it. Black rock and symbols carved on the walls. Yes. It's clear this is a room rich with magic and it pulsates. And then there, in the center of the chamber said a small golden harp. Oh, shit. She got harped. Bitch got harped. No, I don't have a harp. It's hard. I was trying to make a harp sound before. It's hard to do. It's hard to do a real one. Yeah, because then we just sound like tongue flappers. We're just doing tongue flapping. 
It's hard to do. But Man, you've ever played a harp before? No. Have you? I've I've dangled abouts with one. When? Um I w- my ex always had we always had lots of instruments and he was gifted a harp by his grandmother Whoa. and I used to play with it, but it's also like very hard to make. Like, you can make any sound you want. And in the same way when you hold a guitar, right. I just don't. I have the opposite of Nessa, where I I do not have an ear for music. So I just be like, blang, 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 blang. You got ratchet ears. <laughs> yeah, I got ratchet ears. <laughs> Nurse ratchet ears. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a... Uh... It's hard to come just abouts to harp because they're very – I learned from uh, – unfortunately from the Duggars that they cost like $10,000. Whoa. Oh, this was a new – this wasn't a full stand-up harp. Uh, this was a smaller oh, harp. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, it was a big a, stand-up was, harp is very expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean it must be because like you have to keep it – you probably can't move it that much, I would probably assume. Probably not. Or I, I guess you have to always fine-tune it. They, yes, it's bitches that know nothing about harps talking about harps. Harp talk is going to be coming <laughs> at us hard. Um. <clears throat> So yeah, she actually her her lit- dreaming listening to the music has actually made it, turned it into a scry unintentionally. How so does she scry without the bones? The bones and the stones are merely a vessel. If you're just like good at it, eventually, you know, you just it just comes. I guess like going back to the um, the meditation that you used to do. Totally. The, the, like rather than having to like work to get into it, then you probably can just sink right into it as the more you work on it. Well, that the way that she was describing her feelings felt like transcendental meditation kind of. Hell yeah. Um, which is cool. So she has found the harp through this relax. She basically just re- relaxed. Oh, and also I was going to say that Gwen had mentioned that they found these tomes at level seven that had all these ancient songs in it. So I wonder if part of it was also some sort of like spell held Ooh, to her. like a magic through the song? Yeah, like Ooh, a, the chanting. Fun. Man, I wish I had magic through song. Me too. And every time I sang, something magical and wonderful would happen. Like, I don't know, rainbows. Or that if every time I sang, if glitter shot out of my mouth. Oh! <laughs> 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 That sounds like a curse. <laughs> but it would be fun and it would be surprising. It would be very sparkly everywhere. That's hard to get out of the carpet. Um, it would be hard to be a podcaster. I would oh, say. yeah. No, very difficult to be a podcaster. Oh, that or I just wouldn't be able to sing at all anymore. And all I do is sing. That's true. She wants to desperately touch the harp. So she reaches towards it. Play. I've so long wished to play. <laughs> it said... And she could have sworn she heard a smile within the sound. Wouldn't mind my song locking in here. Oh, God. It's like Hanky the Christmas Pooh, but it's a harp. I was kind of thinking of Tangina from Poltergeist, but it does sound like Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Yeah. A cold, humorless laugh skittered along Nesta's bones. It sang again. Play. 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 So she's getting talked at by the harp. So the harp's talking to her. It's like it's like come 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 over here. Yes, it's like Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus. Yes, yeah. exactly. Just as nice boobs. Yeah, yeah. man, just a harp with huge tits. <laughs> <laughs> come play with me, Nesta. Like okay, like, whoa. And then crash. She's back, causing a scene in the priestess's choral event. Nesta, we invited you to this special singing You're time. You're all about yourself. Jesus. 
We cut to later when it becomes clear we're with Cassie and she has already told Cassian about what she's uncovered. So all of this happens. She runs and tells him she unintentionally found where the harp is. And now Cassian is relaying this information to Rizond. He's pieced together that Nesta has seen the inside of the prison based on her description, though she's never been there in corporeal form. Whoa. Reese tells Cassian that he and Nesta need to wait for him to undo some of the new wards that he's placed on the prison for fear of Baron pulling the same tricks that Feyre pulled during the battle. So he's put on these extra things so that nobody can get in there and steal some more people from the prison for fighting. Hell yeah. Cassian pushes back that he doesn't really know if like Nesta should be going there, but Reese is firm and he wants to see what happens if she tries to use the sword. Yes. That she's made. Yes. The they don't want they're yeah, Cassian's not into it. But Reese says, No, we're you got to. Well, of course, because Cassian wants to protect her, but right. also Reese wants we got shit to find. We got stuff to do. Also, I think he thinks he knows that Nesta's not gonna like die from it or anything. Like she's probably gonna be able to harness it and do like some cool shit with it. Because she's so powerful. Soon, Cassian and Nesta are hiking up to the entrance to the prison. Nesta's feeling apprehensive due to the many stories she's heard about the creatures who dwell there. But they gotta do what they gotta do. Cassian makes sure she remembers the rules for safety he's laid out. Always be holding hands, (laughs) A-B-H-A. That's how you remember, A-B-H-H, okay. N-B-S-A-F-C-T. Never be speaking of Amron. Shit. Favorite. Fuck. Never be speaking of Amarin, Ferris pregnancy, or the trove. Oh, yes. QBGTH, quickly be getting that harp. Terry hard. That's how we... (laughs) QBGB... QBGBGGB. Then they're at the gate, and it's creaking open. They walk and walk down into the darkness, just as we were with Rizan and Feyre doing so all those months back when they were walking down that same path. She tries not to shudder at the whispers and scrapes behind the shadowy doors they pass as they descend. She notices Cassian reacting at one door in particular. He noticed her stare and patted his left pectoral, (laughs) right above the thick scar there. Indication of who was imprisoned behind that door who ran their nails over it. Her blood chilled. Blue anise. Cobalt skin and iron claws, he'd said. Anise savored eating her prey. Sorry, I was just too busy thinking about his peck, and I I imagine he was, like, lifting it and making it dance for her, but I don't think that's what he was doing in this moment. No, but you're allowed to imagine it. I just want to watch his pecks dance. I I, I think he has a shirt on. I mean, that could be easily remedied. (laughs) Because I've been watching all the goddamn Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Terry Crews is always making his pecs dance. That's one of his big specialties. He's really good at it, man. He's got good pecs up there. So the the blue anise is likely a reference to the English folklore monster named Black Anise, who is in fact blue-faced. So I'm not sure why it's Black Anise. Interesting. Dating back to the 18th century. Interestingly to me, maybe only to me, is that her earliest form in story, so Black Annis is an older tale, and okay. it's connected syncretically to the Egyptian goddess Neith, who my other show is named Wow, that's fun. Because it's like a mother, it's not syncretic exa- exactly because they're different centuries, but it's about mother goddess forms. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Like the crone! She's no mother goddess. Oh, look at how flat my head is. Ah! 
It's pretty squished. It's very squished. Anyway, that lady fucked up Cassian's day. Yeah, dude. So she was did something bad enough that left a scar on his fey body. They move away, and Nesta finds herself thinking of Amran, feeling distraught and nauseated over the idea that Amran had to spend thousands of years in this pit of despair. Who is this empathy queen over Look here? Thinking about other people and not just herself. Not only that, empathizing with how Amran must have felt. Yes. Wow. She feels guilt over her treatment of Amran during her rock bottom that she was experiencing at the beginning mm-hmm. of this book. She follows that up with a shot of shame over the idea that Amran found Nesta deplorable even after being locked up with these freaks. Yeah. I mean, think about what she's gone through and she looked at you with shade. You know she's like, mean? oh, no, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad, dude. But that's, that's a good, it's good to have that. And feeling. she's realizing these things and we are proud of her mm-hmm. for that. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Down and down and down they go. And then finally, Nesta spots the symbol from her vision. She says as much, but finds Cassian pale and looking over next to where she is at the door. His lips mouthed the name of the being behind it. Lanthus. I like that he's saying it as if, like, like they're right there, like, looking at him being like, Lanthus, over here. It's like, just say it. They're, I mean, they know. They probably know you're there. Am I the only one who hears it in Pee-wee's voice? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so, but... Let this. (laughs) Just me? Okay. 
Now, if you'll recall Cassian's telling of this fella, he fears Lanthus escaping above all others. This is a very scary man creature thing to Cassian. And now they have to deal with the door next door to Lanthus's, of course. Great. Even though the name is so familiar, the name Lanthus, like to me, I, I couldn't place it. I thought maybe it's something from Roman mythology, but uh, yeah. We talked about it a little bit before. Yeah. But they have no time to dwell, and Nesta reaches her hand out towards the symbol in her vision. So right next to Lanthus is the thing that they're trying to get to, and her hand goes right through the wall. Before, uh-oh. Before Cassian can stop her, she extends her arm through and then her whole body, pulling Cassian almost behind her. Like always be holding hands. Yeah, they got always A-B-B-A-B-A-H-H. A-B-H-H. I already forgot. Always be holding hands. So they're still holding hands. And he's like, hang on. But she goes all the way through. You, I would like pause and be like, before we go through this door, let's make sure we can get out of the door, right? I feel like she just knows you think like you think at this point she just like can feel it. I think that they're already in so much danger on every level. It's just sort of like a fuck it. Yeah. Like everything's scary. Yeah. Um, I guess that also is coming from me that always is riddled with anxiety. So I could only imagine going and be like, I want to make sure I even I got locked out on my balcony because for some reason my sliding glass door can lock on its own. So I got locked out on the balcony and I uh, thank God had brought my phone with me to smoke weed so that I could call my husband while he was at work and he had to come home and come let me in. But now that like that can happen, I'm forever scared of closing the door. So now we never. I have no idea how it locked by itself. That's crazy. I think it hadn't been fully unlocked, so it, like it was just like. But now I'm terrified. Yeah. So I already have anxiety for Nessa thinking about going through a door. Because what if the door locks? What if the door locks? Filled with anxiety at all um, times. But you know, Jackie's like, crossed. would you have gone into the prison in the first place? No. See, they're already I, they're already, <laughs> they're already level there. In. You're right. You're, they're already you know? there. No, I'm just I'm very scared of everything. I mean, it would be hard to. Be a fae in many But I guess, ways. again, if it's that much harder, I you have to assume, if it's that much harder to kill you, you probably have a lot less anxiety of doing things right. overall. Like, that really, like, affects your psyche just thinking constantly, this can kill me. Right. I can die doing this. Yeah, if it's a lot harder to kill you, for sure. But this place that they are in has many things that can kill them. Well, they have to do this because they, they need it. that fucking harp. Need it. They need it. And so they step through and they're in some sort of antechamber. And Cassian remarks that he had no idea anything like this was inside the mountain. That as far as he know, knew, there was only cells. But maybe it's been there much longer than the cells. Hmm? But it's also like J-Lo is in there too and Vincent D'Onofrio. Ooh. And then they have these awesome fits. And then we see her like, remember when she, she like turns the intestines oh, yeah. out of his body? I was her for other- Halloween in 2020. Oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. The cell holds up. I don't know if it does. I haven't watched it in a long time, it's, but I loved it when watch. it came out. It's a fun watch. And actually, J-Lo's great in it. Um, J-Lo's great. Can yeah. we just say it? I love J-Lo. Wow. And apparently she is kind of a bitch. But you know what? If I were J-Lo, I'd also be a bitch. I mean, I would... Only expect her to be a bitch. If you're not, if you never drink caffeine and you have no sugar, you never drink booze, like, I would be a bitch all the time. Ugh, what, God. I can't have my coffee? I can't have my morning coffee? That sounds so horrible. No. No, thank you. I don't you. need the abs. 
I'm good. <laughs> um, so they're in this antechamber and they look through the archway ahead of them into this strange hidden room. And there is the harp, just as Nesta saw it in her vision. <gasps> Only now it's not singing. It's just chilling there. Cassie singing and- doesn't put food on the table. Singing no! doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> just so we're all clear, it doesn't. <laughs> Cassian doesn't like any of this, but Nesta is determined to go pick it up. He tells her he's following her into the ward covering the center of the room, but she tells him she doesn't know if he can go through it with her, and they they can't risk not taking it. They share an emotional moment at this point when Cassian replies that he, quote, can't risk her. Oh, God. It touches Nesta, but she reminds him that he's supposed to be training her to be a beast, and so beast she must. Yes. So he realizes, yeah, you're right, I'm training to be a warrior, whatever, so trepidations and all, Nesta moves forward. It was like stepping through mud, but the wards allowed her through. Nesta took another step, arm extending behind her to hold Cassian's hand, always be holding hands. The pressure of the spells pushed against her calves, her hips, her body, squeezing her lungs. These are like no wards I've felt before, she whispered. They ponder over whether the harp or the prisoners came first. If the prisoners began to be shipped here to hide the harp's presence because Ooh. these wards feel ancient to her. We all know, though, nah. who put the harp in there. Chicken and egg, chicken and egg. Who put the harp in the harp? harp, the harp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who put the bang in the bang-de-bang-de-bops? Well, yeah, that's Cassian. That's done Cassian did. But we don't know who put the, the harp here or when. Yeah. Which probably means that's one dangerous harp. Yeah, and it's probably been there for quite some time. If they had to put prisoners all around it just to keep people from finding it, it's probably pretty dangerous. Especially things like Lanthus. Ooh, skewy. Skewy. No matter, she releases Cassian's hand. She broke the first rule. She has to because he can't get in. And she steps all the way into the ward dome. Inside, she gets overwhelmed with the feeling that she's been in this essence of space and time before. Not the room but within the bounds of this magic. Maybe because of it, its links to the cauldron, but no, she thinks something even more vast than the, than the cauldron is calling her here. What is it? Hmm, I think this will come back. Oh, does it? I think it will. Yes. As soon as her fingers touch the harp, she descends into another out-of-body vision. First, she sees the Fae who were trapped inside the room with this harp. We don't learn that much about them, and I wonder if we will eventually. But they were somehow tricked into this room with the harp, and they scream and try to claw at the walls and push their children out to no avail. Don't bring your children in there. Yeah, they got tricked. You know? They got tricked in there. Then she sucked away into a palace, and there sits... Brialin, the crone. It's very turkeyish. Oh, it's very turkeyish. That's what happens when you get when you get your giblets, you know. Oh yeah, the turkey neck you get thing. A turkey neck. I don't want. I don't want that. No, I you. I try to use as many creams as I can. I'm so scared of the neck dropping and bulging. I think it's also about using like your neck and like doing the exercises. Truly, you have to do the exercise, and I don't do the exercises, and because apparently turkey neck much worse for our generation because we're always looking down at our. 
freaking phones. And posture stuff. Yes, it's very bad. I noticed it. Uh, you know when you see a picture of yourself? I, I saw a picture of myself doing live good put, and I was like, Jackie, stand up straight. <laughs> Jackie, what are we doing here? Well, now you've learned your lesson. I, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. I'm still, I'm hunched. I'm crowned. It's hard. It's um, good to do ab, ab exercises. Doing you yoga know stuff. I don't do ab exercises. Yes, you do sometimes. <laughs> you do. I've seen you do yoga many times. I have. Yes, I have. I like yoga. But I'm going to become Brie Allen and we all know it. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Brie Allen became this crone because of her ugly heart. So, yes, now Nesta in this transcending space or scrying, maybe I guess this is kind of a scry. Yeah. She's now in the castle where Brie Allen sits. Yes, that young old bitch is wearing the maid crown. Oh, and now the two of them are linked and Brie Allen knows where the harp is because she's connected to Nesta. It's like, get out of here, bitch. I know. Like Nesta's, I, I, I would just not. I didn't want to come here. You kind of made me yeah. come here. And, you know, it's like Brielle's been waiting for her. Almost like they set a trap so that <gasps> Nesta would go find the harp and then she'd know and where then she it was. And then she would know where it was. Because that crone is a bitch crone. So they can speak to each other in this scry, and Brie Allen does her evil queen thing, saying, oh, look at you. You're here. I know where you, you are. Wear, do you want to wear the mask? Do no. you want to feel Do you want to feel her essence? I'm good. All right. Thank but you. But it smells like rubber. Yeah, it's very smelly. It's a very smelly mask. You're a smelly old lady. You could take some, chew some gum. Um, <laughs> I mean, her teeth are rotting yeah, out I don't of her think face. She can. Yeah, I don't think I don't she think can she chew can. the gum. I think it would be bad for her. I think crones enjoy having bad breath anyway. Yeah, because it keeps you wanting to stay further away from them. It's not like they're trying to bring you close unless you're Brie Allen in this case. Yeah, God. So now she's saying she knows who Nesta's little friends are and that she knows where the harp is. And Nesta screams that she will rip out Brie, Brie Allen's throat if she comes near them. Yes. Brielle tutted. Such bonds are foolish. As foolish as you still holding on to that harp, which sings answers to all my questions. I know where you are, Nestachon. Right with it. And then, bam, she sucked back into the room with Cassian. She splayed out on the floor. Cassian's in a panic, screaming her name because she's obviously disappeared into her mind and he can't get to her through the wards. Ah! Nesta realizes that she's been connected to Brielle this whole time to their whereabouts and she needs to let go of the harp because that's keeping her attached to Brielle. But the harp got hold on her. Uh oh. She's got that harp's got a, got a, got her in her grips. Strings in her hearts. And it begins to speak in her mind and it's kind of sassy. I mean, wouldn't you be too if you had that kind of power? Yeah, I guess you'd be very cocky, yeah. cocky and confident. Yes. Nesta screams to be let go of. A beautiful, haughty voice answered, full of music so lovely it broke her heart to hear it. I do not appreciate your tone. <laughs> Hanky the bitchy harps here. <laughs> they <laughs> with the nice tits. <laughs> oh man, big old knockies on that harp. They battle for control and the harp asks if she'd like it to open a door. Nesta's desperate to get out of the situation and says, yes, damn you. Tell us, Harp. Tell us all about it. The smile strings of a game. 
Like moving and leaping. Is Amber Nelson here? <laughs> I does sound like Amber it's Nelson. Like but the longer ones, the final ones, such deep wonders and horrors we could string into being. Such great and monstrous magic I wrought with my last minstrel. Shall I show you? Oh, it's like a harp. Can we please just get out of here? Can we do this later? We can do this at a different time. Which is how Nesta feels. She's just like, just get me out of here. The harp says, okay, pluck the first string then. Oh, no. Nesta doesn't wait, and she plucks the air, and it lifts all of the wards up. She feels the weight lifting off of her immediately, so she takes that first bang. That's how it sounds like. Yeah. So. Also sounded a little turkey-ish as well. A little turkey harp going on. Cassian's shouting to make sure she's okay. He's in a freaking panic. And she begins to make her way. She's like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I got it, I got it. She begins to make her way towards him. And she tells him what she saw and how she thinks the people she saw screaming were tricked in by whomever had controlled the harp last. He doesn't seem to care only analyzing her for harm, and she's struck by the intimacy of the look he gives her. It's not sexual, but I think she's describing love, love. but she can't say it. Love. So this look, this lo- this like compassionate, like intimate look that he's giving her is probably a look of love. Yeah. Um. So they've procured the harp, which is a yay. It is. But they both want to get out of their post haste. And that's a nay. Let's get the hell out of here. Dark promise laced the words, and she knew what they'd be doing as soon as they dumped the harp off to become Rizan's problem. Her cheeks heated, something like pleasure going through her. That he would pick her, them, that he wanted the reassurance of her body that much. Which is very, that's a beautiful thought and expression. And she's almost ready to reveal something. It is crazy, though, to feel that way and think about how much lust exists in them. That all this shit's going on and he can still look at her and be like, yeah, let's uh, let's get on. I love it. I'm happy for that. I'm just like, oh, baby, you're in a very dangerous, you're in the middle of a prison. You're like, oh, baby, we gonna be knocking boots pretty soon. Knocking boots. Hell yeah. So they begin to make their way out of this spooky chamber, and as they walk in silence, Nesta suddenly says, I named it Ataraxia. Which is a cool name. It's yeah, it sounds very much name. like a metal band. Yeah, it does. Which is not bad. No, I mean I think it sounds Ataraxia! awesome. Which is obviously what every um, heavy metaler says. They say noise all the time, right? <laughs> heavy metaler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they have Heaviest this... metals of persons. Ooh. They have a playful exchange then. Both of them in a lightened mood after the worst of their day is over. Or so they thought. Mm-hmm. She stops and raises up to kiss him. She tells him that she thinks he might be her friend. He's moved, but tells her he's always been her friend. Stop! They share a moment of intimacy. As they watch each other, Nesta has a moment of courage. As they begin their journey on the main path up out of the mountain. Nesta whispered, finally daring to say it. And I've always... Cassian threw her behind him so fast, the rest of the words died in her throat. That's right. Their day isn't over yet, because they see that the door to precious Lanthus's cell is wide open. No, not 
Atlantis. Oh, my Lanthus. Oh, no. Isn't that, is that fiber juice? It is a, okay. I think the long-winded is, it's a, it was a commercial, I think, in the 80s. And then Cameron Burr. Like Aaron Burr? No, Cameron, what's her name? Cameron, Ca- oh, Candace, Candace, Cam- Cam- Candace Cameron, Cameron Burr, yes. On Full House would use it as an ex- ex- exclamation. Oh my Lanta! I remember that she was in a she was in her family was a super conservative, and so they wouldn't say "Oh my God," and so oh my Lanta, oh my Lanta, um, and that is and so useless. we know it from Full House. I do. Okay, that must be where I know it from. Because uh, that is what my mind's filled with, and instead of important things, yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, mine is filled with Sister Act two quotes, so true. I get it. Yeah. Um, but that's important, you know. What's important, really? <laughs> yeah, right. What, what else important? are we supposed to know? What am I? What am I a doctor? You know, like I don't. I don't need to know Latin. Ex deus fuckiness. <laughs> you know, I took multiple years yeah. of Latin, and the only thing that I remember from it is incorrect Latin. Well, I loved Roman mythology. I loved all that section. Yeah. But the only thing I remember is that. The kid I had a crush on in the class who was a little metalhead in, like, seventh grade used to put the words said kaput together, which are not supposed to go together because that means butthead. <laughs> and so that's the literal only part of Latin that I remember. <laughs> it's very sad. Wait, how do you say it? Said kaput. Said kaput. Now we all know how to say butthead. And Don't tell us that we never teach you anything, all right? We may not know anything about harps, but we know how to say butthead in Latin. <laughs> um uh, okay. I know I, we were going to go up to chapter 56, but I, as I was doing the work for the next chapters, there is so much to break down about what Lanthus says because mm. of all of the extensions of this universe, which I'm not going to give any spoilers next episode, but um, I, I wanted to take more time and it was going to fill up the episode for like another hour. So Love it. We're just going to revisit what's going to happen. What's going to happen. And also, in the meantime, go check out Jeremy Allen White in the Calvin Klein underwear ad. Also, if you followed uh, my prompts to read up to chapters, you've already read what happens next. So aren't you excited? Aren't you? Please read up until chapter 58. And now, dudes grappling with erotica for educational purposes only. Featuring Marcus Parks and Henry Zabrowski. Nesta licked across his broad head, tongue sliding into the small slit across its tip. She licked up the small bead of moisture already gathering there. Everything in her body turned molten, a surge of wetness slicked between her thighs as the taste of him filled her mouth. Salt and something more, something vital. Oh, gods, Cassian panted. And the words, the groan they were born on were so delicious that Nesta sucked his tip into her mouth and grazed her tongue along its underside. He leaned his head back against the chair, hissing. She licked up his shaft in one long motion. Rubbed her thighs together, she tasted him, felt all that hot, proud steel against her mouth. She licked down the other side, coating him, making it easier for herself as she put her mouth around him again and slit him between her lips. He filled her almost immediately, and she glanced down to discover there was enough of him still exposed that he needed to add her hand. Nesta! He pleaded, and she made another pass at him, pulling him out nearly all the way before swallowing him again, letting her throat relax, 
desperate for as much of him in her mouth as could fit. Thank you. Very awkwardly written. Cassian's hand speared into her hair, gripping, and she realized he was holding himself back. Didn't want to ram himself into her, hurt her, displease her. And that wouldn't do. Not at all. She wanted him undone, wanted him grabbing her head and fucking her mouth as hard as he wished. And so when Nesta took him into her mouth again, hand working in unison, she dragged her teeth, lightly enough to hurt, just a bit. Cassian buckled, and she let him, swallowing him down greedily, squeezing him with her hand enough to tell him she wanted this, wanted him to let himself go. She withdrew her lips to the tip of him, <laughs> rolling her tongue around him and, and gazed at him from under her lashes. His eyes were on her, wide and glazed with lust. And when Cassian met her stare, beheld her looking up at him, he unleashed himself. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, babies! For more fairy talk and hot touch, join us every week here on LPN Deep Dive's Akatar, available wherever you get your podcasts. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.